Welcome to episode 1285 of the Multifamily Collective. Today, tonight, let's talk about doing some bulk recording here. If you can't, uh, if you not figure that out, uh, if you've watched multiple episodes in a row, uh, for those of you who are listening, I'm in the same clothes in the same position <laughs> making these videos. But the thing I want to talk about, the topic at hand, is this: uh, disagree and commit. Um, I heard this mentioned recently. And then I've seen it play out real time in our organization. So disagree and commit, I think, comes from Patrick uh, Lesioni, Lesioni, uh sorry, I butchered his last name, but it comes out of his teachings and his practices as it relates to business. And the thesis is this, a senior team in an organization needs to have the ability to art, what I call argue, fuss, and fight. You need the ability to argue, fuss, and fight without attacking one's character. When you're arguing and fussing and fighting, you're doing that with process, procedure, disciplines, and routines. You're arguing about that stuff. You're fussing about that stuff, and you're fighting about that stuff. You're not discounting one's character. You're not dismissing people. You're not attacking a person such that their feelings get hurt in a meeting. Um, however, the person who is receiving critical feedback, especially as it relates to things that they might be working on or things that they might have ownership of, that person needs to have a thick skin, uh, and needs to be willing to receive and hear criticisms. Uh, even if they aren't backed by hard data, I think many times we get in these circumstances where people have to have hard data in order to have criticisms leveled on their area of the business. I think sometimes anecdotal data and data that can't be quantified with a math equation is just as important as information that is quantifiable with math and or specific data points. It all matters, right? But the point is you get in a room with your senior team or your team wherever you are in the organization, be it level one, level two, be it in the C-suite or in executive roles, um, you have to be able to have those conversations. But once you have settled on a decision or an outcome or a path forward, when you walk out of a room like that, you have to be a united front. You must be a united front. Even if the decision didn't go your way, you have to be full-throated and in full support of whatever decision is made so that you don't get your organization in a position where they feel confused, right? The downside of this or the alternative of being united front is that you walk out and somebody that was of dissenting opinion starts speaking downstream in the organization. Well, I was all for this thing. Well, I was the, the one vote in the room that didn't want to do this. That happens in organizations all over the world, all over the country, all over industry. That undermines the ability to run a culture that is conducive to fantastic outcomes. If that presents itself in your organization and you discover it, you have to be courageous enough to address it. And you have to be courageous enough that if it happens multiple times, you have to cut that piece of your organization out. 
because it will undo anything that you are trying to do. Um, not you personally, but what the organization is trying to move forward, what the organization is trying to do in, in, in uh, determining a, a path forward that is going to be uh, full of good outcomes for the, for the company. If you don't do that, it's like the, the one apple that spoils the bunch. So my encouragement to you today is argue, fuss, and fight. Do it without killing people's character, being dismissive. Uh, but when you walk out of a room, once a decision is made, you have to be united front. You have to promote that both upward and downward in the organization. Take care. We'll talk to you again soon.